Good morning, friends. Back in uh, Branson after a good week teaching down at Hunt Correctional and Louisiana State Penitentiary in Angola. I'm going to continue our series, kind of preaching through the book of Mark today. I want to talk about Jesus and the tax collector. Our text is um, Mark chapter 2, verses 13 to 17. As Jesus went about preaching and healing, he called many people to follow him, such as Simon and Andrew, also James and John. But today he wants us to call people to him to become his disciples and to enjoy his salvation. The question is, who are suitable prospects for discipleship and salvation? Now, we might think that those would be the religiously inclined, but our text for this study today should caution us not to limit our prospects. Let's take a look at our story. It starts with Jesus calling the tax collector. Verse 13 says Jesus was teaching by the shores of the Sea of Galilee, and there he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax office. Now, Levi is also better known as Matthew, the apostle and the gospel writer. His father was Alphaeus, not likely the father of James. He was a tax collector, a publican, a profession not well liked by the Jewish people. Most of them viewed them as traitors because they were Jews working for the Roman government. They were also viewed as extortionists, for publicans often changed or charged exorbitant fees. In fact, they are, in Luke 15, classed together with sinners and prostitutes. Yet Jesus called him to become a disciple. He said, follow me. And interestingly enough, he left it all and he followed Jesus. Now, at first blush, you would say this is not someone you might consider having potential as a follower of Christ. This doesn't sound like a disciple Jesus would want to tag along with him. But the next thing that happens is the tax collector, Levi, decides to have a big party in his house, and he invites Jesus. Our text tells us that there were many tax collectors there and sinners, which would imply prostitutes, you name it, strange people indeed. Well, the scribes and the Pharisees who heard about this, probably looking in the windows, were shocked. Luke actually says they complained. They wondered how Jesus could eat with tax collectors and sinners. Now, Jesus' response was, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Besides, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. See, those words of Jesus reveal why Levi or Matthew was a prospect for discipleship. Now, as we reflect on this short little story, what lessons might we glean from it? Well, starting at the end of our text and working backwards, here are a few lessons. First of all, Jesus is looking for sinners. He said, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. His purpose was to seek and to save the lost. You can read that in Luke 19.10. This gives great hope to those who are burdened by the guilt of sin. It also says those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. In regards to the disease of sin, according to Romans 3.23, we are all sick. But the great physician, Jesus, is ready to heal those willing to repent of that sin. So, friends, if you are burdened and suffering because of sin, Jesus is looking for you. 
Here is the second lesson. Friends offer great potential. Levi, Matthew, provides a wonderful method of personal evangelism. What's the first thing he did after he followed Jesus? He invited his friends and co-workers to his home, and he gave them an opportunity to hear Jesus. If you read the story in Acts chapter 10, Cornelius did the same thing even before he became a Christian. He invited family and friends, and he provided an opportunity for them to hear Peter speak. Go back and read that story in Acts 10. It's very interesting. Inviting family and friends for a home Bible study is a great way to share the gospel. Here is a uh, third lesson. We are to be separate, not isolated. Now, the Bible does teach the principle of separation. I mean, after all, 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Evil company can corrupt good habits. <clears throat> we are to be separate. 2 Corinthians 6.14-18 says, Not unequally yoked with unbelievers. But separation does involve total isolation. Otherwise, we'd have to leave this world. Jesus and disciples were willing to eat with sinners, though. So to heal those sick with sin, we must be willing to spend some time with them. Here's another lesson. Jesus often calls the busy to serve. I mean, consider those people who Jesus called to serve him. I mean, fishermen like Simon and Andrew and James and John. Or a tax collector sitting at the tax office. We, we should not think God wants only those with youth or time on their hands. I mean, for example, only young men who goes to school to become preachers or only older people who are retired with nothing better to do. Remember the old adage, if you want something done, ask a busy man to do it. Well, you see, friends, Jesus' interaction with the tax collector should remind us that we are never too sinful to be saved by Jesus. We are never too busy to serve Jesus. And we must be willing to reach out to those who are lost. And good prospects are often family and friends and co-workers. So how about you? Are you willing to let Jesus be your great physician? Are you willing to serve Jesus no matter how busy you may be? Are you willing to join him in seeking and saving the lost? Until next time, see the vision, live the mission and feel the passion.